Hello, good evening, good afternoon, good morning. Um, how are you guys doing? It's Jeremiah once again. Welcome to your boy Jess podcast. So this is actually my second take, my second episode. Uh, so I want to say thank you for everyone who listened to the previous episode, the first one. Thank you so very much. It means more than what could get. I appreciate. I truly appreciate. So thank you, thank you, thank you. So today we're going to talk about relationship. The topic of the day is relationship. And I haven't been in a lot myself. I think I've been like two. I'd say two serious relationship, and they didn't end well. None. I mean, the last one left a scar on both our hearts, I guess. So right now I'm single, not searching, though, but just single. Well, today really isn't about me. Today is about someone else. A guest that I promised you last on the last episode. I said we'll be having a guest. And she's here right now with me and she can't wait to get to start talking to you guys so here is phoebe and we're gonna have her tell us about herself first then she has the experience to tell you guys so here phoebe so hi everyone before i actually go into introducing myself he's right i have literally been dreaming about this moment thinking about it sleeping on it dreaming you know so my name is phoebe as he formally said i am a nigerian i'm from aquarium state which is in nigeria in case you don't know i'm from a little village or on um what do i do for hobbies i like to read but mostly these days i find myself watching a lot of movies I don't know why, but the hobby is changing. Um, my favorite color, my favorite color of all time is black. I love black. I love how it looks on me. I love how it feels on me. I don't know if that came out right, but I just love black. Okay, what else is there to say? What else is there to say? So, um, I'm from... A not so large family we're just seven about three girls oh sorry scratch that we're like <laughs> four girls and three boys yeah um one of the the last ones so i guess we're known to be troublesome okay i am sort of an intro extrovert i'm kind of in between right now maybe i could call that i don't know how to blend it but I'm that at the moment. Initially, I was so scared of the world outside. I wasn't comfortable anywhere unless there were walls and maybe just two people. I hate crowd. Even more, there's too many people. I guess, I guess, yeah. Some people I know say it's inferiority complex, but that is not true. It's simply, maybe it's that. But maybe it's not. Maybe it's just fear. Yeah. So, my likes. Let me talk about my likes deeply. I like boys. Uh Uh-huh. 
I love boys, which is the reason why I'm here to share with you all my uh, experience because I've been with a lot of boys. <laughs> I don't know what you're thinking right now, but it doesn't sound as bad as you're making it look. I don't mean like, oh, wait, I've only been with boys I've been in love with. Okay, just relationship kind of boys. Right. Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah, this is where the problem always comes. I don't know what story to share. You know, I've been dreaming about this because I worry. Like, what story should I share? What experience should I feed you all with? I don't know. Should it be like about my first love? Uh, should it be like about my first time? Or maybe I should just tell you about the first time I actually, actually got drunk, like stupidly drunk. Just so you know, it wasn't intentional. We would like to hear about your first time, actually. <laughs> if you don't mind. You pervert. <laughs> there is no way. No, no. I'm going to leave the best for last. And man, I can be so detailed and I don't want y'all to wear your panties or your boxers. So. <laughs> no, let's leave that. But I'm not going to be talking about my first drunk experience because it was embarrassing at the beginning, but then... It was sweet and beautiful because the person who got me drunk took care of everything. He mopped the puke. He did everything. He did literally everything because it was his fault. So the experience I have settled right now to share with you guys is one of the most recent things that happened to me. That was a few months ago, mm-hmm. this year. It involved me and a boyfriend. So you want to hear how the story goes, right? Hang on, just hang on. We're going to go back to Jerry while he gives us the finishing of our topic. So once again, the topic of today is relationships, right? Right. So relationship according to merriam webster dictionary i love to use it because it gives details so the first one says a relationship is a romantic or sexual friendship between two people and this is like just like the sexual like the sexual part of the relationship so phoebe is going to get us on the more general aspect of it. so the general aspect is a relationship is the way in which two or more people or things are connected yeah yeah makes a lot of sense right it does so it actually it's like your friends your your cosmates, your, your bosses, your dogs. So <laughs> those are relationships, basically. That is what relationship is all about. So that is that about the relationship definition. So about my before we get um, Phoebe to tell us about her experience, let me say some few words. Oh, by the way, I have finally. I'd finally seen it and it was awesome it was amazing it had Dylan O'Brien in it though I was a bit sad that he wasn't like the main the main main character like I feel like he should have played um, the part Mark uh, Wahlberg's part but 
anyways it was nice seeing him and it's so that was fun and if you haven't seen it you seriously have to see it and i actually re- gave phoebe a recommended it for her and she's she saw it so phoebe do you have anything to say um all i have to say is that movie was out of this world i loved it the moment i started seeing it i could not wait till the end and i think what also really kept me glued was treadway oh my god that guy is so fine like at first i thought it was paul walker back from the dead <laughs> but then it wasn't so all i got to say is y'all need to see this movie you all got to see it the infinite infinite get it watch it and you love it too yeah if you haven't seen it go see it but um enough about the infinite now let's give phoebe so she can tell us about her experience what she's actually here to tell you guys so i'm actually excited about this i hope you guys are excited as i am so phoebe Mm -hmm. so i do hope you're excited although this is um an experience i've not really shared with anybody but thing is we always we always to keep silent when this kind of things happened and nobody really speaks out about it and i have decided to take a bold step and tell y'all about what happened to me a few months back with a boyfriend of mine as i already mentioned earlier um yeah this is a dark a really really dark time for me so bear with me it was a beautiful relationship in the beginning, yeah? Just like any normal relationship. There, there was that connection, that chemistry. But then I'm going to let you help me rate this sort of relationship. It was a relationship where we had dinner on a rooftop in a, on, on a starry night. You know, we, we spread the whole thing. It was like a mini picnic, yeah? And then there was also that time where we laid on the grass still outside looking at the stars and there was that time when we went shopping it was fun you know and then i felt like he's the one i've met my missing rib in just over a year (laughs) i felt all of those i felt that way so much that i already started giving our kids names in my head the trend, the idea I had was, okay, all our kids, the daughters will have their names starting with my alphabet. And I already kept two names for them because I wanted like two girls, two boys, the two girls and a boy, but two girls because I had two female names. And then the boys would have their names starting with their father's alphabet. Now, I can't really actually say his name because I like to keep him anonymous. So, we're... Let's say John Doe. Okay, John Doe. Um, just to make it simple, I'll just say JD. Right. Yeah, JD. <laughs> yeah. So we'll stay with JD. So JD and I were so into ourselves in the beginning. It was as I said, romantic. It was everything 
I say, let me forgive me, but was everything at the moment I'd ever dreamt of. I mean, I was still a teenager, so everything always seems beautiful when you're still young and over-imaginative. Yeah, you always build that perfect world in your head, even when everything is going wrong, you're safe in your head. So what happened between Jay and I was like, um, say four months back, during my first semester exams, I used to go to school at night to read. So on this day, I felt like, okay, I didn't really feel like doing school. So I called him, told him I was gonna come over to his place and read for my paper the next day. He agreed. And although I did get there late due to some circumstances that happened, if you're in Nigeria currently, you know about the curfew going on. So I got there a little bit past curfew and I did the most rebellious thing I've ever done in my life. I felt like a thief, <laughs> but I feared getting caught. So what I did was when I got there, his gate was locked and I think the security guy was already asleep and I didn't have a phone to call him with because I lost my phone the night before still reading my phone was stolen from me so i um i put my brain into work i did a lot of math that night <laughs> yeah i thought about ways to get over into the compound actually getting caught and then i remembered all my years of action movies you know how the hero or heroine just pam 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 boom they're in the compound <laughs> so I pulled off my slippers, slowly put it in my bag, then I hung my bag over the gate spikes such that it was facing the interior of the compound. And then I stood for like five, so I got there late and I did a lot of math at the moment. How do I get into this compound without getting caught or without somebody passing by seeing me yelling, thief, 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 and then I have to get beat up. So. I pulled my slippers off my feet because I wanted to be an easy stealth landing. I didn't want any pop sound on the floor so nobody knows there is an intruder in the compound. So I, I hung my back such that it was facing the inside of the compound and then I looked at the gate. God helped me. It had this kind of rough feeling on it like it had places where I could put my toes on for grip. So I did that, and then I put the other leg on the wall. I never knew how flexible I was until that day. And God blessed, I wore a legging. So the whole moving to the other side was easy. But I was so scared. What if this spike tore my leg? What if I bleed? So I was so careful. And when I finally succeeded to get into the compound, I was like, for five seconds, I was like amazed. I was like, whoa. I did do this. I did do this. Like, oh my God. It was something to brag about. I would have told everybody in the compound, like, yo, I jumped over your gate. <laughs> I could have done that, but I didn't. So I went to his apartment. I knocked on the door quietly, though, because I didn't want to wake the neighbors. So he opened. And you know, you know what you expect from your boyfriend who's seeing you appear at his house this late or don't you inform him like he should be worried. Yeah, but 
Mine looked like he was angry, like, and then it was like, I was so worried. Uh, I'm the kind of person who doesn't actually believe in words. I believe more in actions. Like, if you're worried, show me you're worried. Like, give me a hug. Like, what happened? Why are you getting here now? How did you get in? Like, all this kind of thing. But isn't that a bit dramatic? No, no. It is my relationship, and I know what I want it to be. But what is? I wasn't getting that. All I got was a cold stare, and then. Why are you here? I was worried. What happened? I mean, he wasn't even sounding worried. He sounded too relaxed to be worried. So I was like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. This, that, 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 that. So I went to the bathroom, had a quick shower, came out, picked up my books. I started flipping through my pages. He was lying there on the bed, yeah, watching TV. And then because the light, okay, I was, I was so engrossed in my reading, I felt he was asleep. So I didn't even bother to call him at any time. And then a few seconds later, my man jumps out of the bed like, the question I got was, why are you here? Like, I was stoned. Like, what the fuck? Why would you ask me that? And then I was just innocently reading. I didn't even know what was going on in his mind. So, Next thing, out of nowhere, he just grabbed me, started pulling me, and while I was pulling me, was saying some angry things like, "Why are you even here? Why are you even here?" And I, I, I missed the pulling. I am. Um, I was holding onto the couch because I was on the couch, so I held onto it for support, so that way I don't get to move in his direction. But he kept pulling me. As he was pulling me, the couch was moving with me. He scattered the whole house. And then he has two hands, yeah. So I was using the other hand to pull. He used the other hand to try to gnaw my hand off the chair. And when he finally succeeded, he pulled me and then pushed me in the bed. I immediately bounced off the bed to the other side and that way I held onto the um, steel protectors on the wall, on the window. But that wasn't enough. He just kept pulling. I was scared. Yeah, for a lot of reasons. First, um, nobody knew where I was. Not my mom, not my sisters, not my friend. And secondly, I didn't have a cell phone at the moment to call anybody or to text anybody or call for help. But one thing I know I did was I kind of make sure my voice was loud enough so the neighbors could hear. Maybe one person, I mean just one person, could knock on the door. Maybe someone had knocked on the door. Whatever demon was on him at the moment would have been subdued. But nobody came. Nobody came. Nobody. I didn't even hear anybody's door make an unlocked sound. Like, nothing. I was terrified. But I know I gave a good fight. It got to a point where... We were, like, tossing around everywhere. When he pushes me on the bed, I make sure I'm very quick to roll off to the other side and then I went back to the couch 
and then it got to a point where I actually struck him across the face like okay for what it was I slapped him yes I slapped him I mean I was getting too scared and my defense was not getting on the high all I could think of was God please let me not die in this house let me not die in this I don't want to die here today I what I fear the most is to die where I'm not supposed to be like what will my parents think of me what what will become of my younger sister will she, will she lose her freedom because I made a mistake those kind of thoughts was what really kept me strong and after I slapped him the next thing he did was he threw his hands around my neck he choked me and let me describe what those hands look like they were huge you know like real manly hands long fingers a huge palm all 10 of them were around my neck so you can imagine the perfect necklace he made like from front to back both hands i choked thank like, I found myself struggling to breathe. The motherfucker choked me. Yeah, he motherfucking choked me. And at that moment, <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck just happened?" I mean, I was so scared of him the whole night. and i was even more worried that there were many more hours to go before daybreak and i stayed in my corner so i guess after everything everything he choked me i slapped him he pulled all my muscles like he pulled them he stretched them to a strain point and then he went and sat on the bed while I stayed on the couch all curled up out of fear I just held my feet my legs my knee everything was like all to myself and then as I sat for a few minutes and I don't know what happened it may be prayer for forgiveness or or maybe he finally snapped out of it he came back and was like I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I couldn't even let him touch me because every time he stretched his hand to hold me, I felt like this was going to be another pull session because all this pulling didn't happen all at once. It was at intervals. He'll come, pull, push, pull, push, and then he'd rest for a bit, come back. This happened like 3-4 times. I could not go sleep outside. I mean, Yes, I was scared for myself, but then again, I guess mosquitoes are much more deadlier than a little pole. So I stayed. And all to myself, I could not get over the fact that my own boyfriend just tried to rape me. I mean, this is sex. This is something we've done not once, not twice. And then just one night where i say i don't want to he tries to rape me i mean a lot of people think this whole rape thing has to be just among strangers maybe you're walking down the road which is the normal picture the paint in every 
Nollywood movie we see. You're walking down the road and then some guy out of nowhere, all maxed, just grabs you into an uncompleted building and, you know, does a thing. That is rape in our minds back here. But this can happen with anybody, your husband, your boyfriend, anyone could rape you. As long as it is not mutual, it's a rape. So... I, that was my first ever near rape experience because it did not happen. There was no dick in the pussy. It did not happen. I never not see it, but it scared the hell out of me. And after that, everything changed. My perspective about this same guy who I have been loving wholeheartedly for the past year and some months changed is when I realized that I mean I tried to get over it I tried to move past it but I kept coming back to that point like if this guy could do this to me once then I'm very sure there will be a repeat there will be other times and all he will say after that is I'm sorry I mean, is I'm sorry always supposed to make everything all right? It doesn't take back the trauma I've just experienced. It doesn't take back the fear you've instilled in me. So I'm sorry doesn't just cut everything. I'm sorry to say, but that's the truth. So after that, I just, I couldn't. So I just, I just knew I couldn't anymore. Although he kept trying, slowly, 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 I knew I was going away from him. I was getting distant and distant. I mean, it started with the phone calls. It got less. I even kinda almost stopped calling him some days, whereas initially I could not go two hours without checking up on him. But then I found myself going a day without calling. And honestly, there were times that I wanted to call, but I was like, no, no, don't do it. Don't do it. I got to the calls and then the messages and the presence, we started seeing ourselves less. So I just knew my fairy tale was over. And I just had to prepare my my heart, my head, for whatever is going to come next. I think it ended the moment he did that. <sighs> then everywhere, the whole in-between time was just like you realizing it that, yeah, it has actually ended. What do you think? I guess so. I guess so, but... I know I always held out this light in my heart that he's going to change. Maybe it wouldn't happen again. But then I also knew there was no need to keep myself around until it actually happens again. Because who am I going to tell? I can't tell my mom. She didn't even know about this guy. So why would I tell her about the bad thing that happened? I couldn't even tell anybody at the moment. I just lived with it 
I lived with the fear. So every guy I came across at that moment, I was like, uh-huh, of course. They all look good outside. Give them a few moments, you see the devil inside. But then again, God just has a plan for everyone. So not so long after the whole rapish event, I um, I knew I just needed some kind of distraction. That's what I was really looking for at the moment, a distraction. But what I first thought was my distraction later on became my boyfriend, who is the reason why I know I'm able to actually talk about this because he made me understand that life is much more than being in a toxic relationship. That is exactly what he called it, a toxic relationship. That everybody deserves a chance at happiness. So if the first guy you see is not treating you right it's okay to move on and try the next guy i mean i envy those girls whose first loves become their last loves good for you all but some of us like me have to test a lot of waters we have to go high low high low 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 high and just try to find who's the perfect fit for us yeah so I know that's one of the darkest moments of my life I mean I can't forget this I can't delete it I can't even delete his number in my head so how do I delete what he did I still remember his number I do I do I tried to forget it but they're stuck not just one two of them it's it's insane yeah i mean it's awful it's really awful but so all i got to say is if you were a me in a relationship where your boyfriend who you love more than life is treating you like shit babe dude it's okay you know to heal yourself stop having hopes I mean just I don't know give yourself another chance with someone else or give yourself a chance with yourself give yourself time to get over the pain the reason why most girls fear guys is because of guys because of the past experiences they've had with other guys some guys don't understand when girls be like, all men are the same. Because you all have demons inside of you. I mean, even girls too do have demons inside of them. But it's uh, more with the guys. So I'm going to hand this over to Jerry now. Just in case he has something to say. Okay. Um, so talking about the toxic relationship. It is like, seriously everywhere you know 
sometimes it's not like it's actually defined relationship it shouldn't just be about like a partner type of relationship maybe like a friend or a parent an uncle an aunt or something just talk to someone i don't know get someone to talk to that could actually help a lot it could actually help a lot talk to someone if it's a partner kind of like a sexual kind of relationship you need darling you need a break you need to let that go seriously yeah. if he hits you a first time and you decide to give him the benefit of the doubt and he hits you a second time 